1: Gentlemen, welcome back. Happy Wednesday. We are almost there, guys. We are just about ten days or so. I mean, by the time this releases, we will be eight days away from the 2022 NFL draft. Uh that being said, we have three episodes left before the draft. Uh we'll finish off the last two of our uh of this week. We'll finish off this week with receiver and receiver. We'll talk about the top eight and then we'll go on to uh to talk about the remaining receivers that are out there. Um, after that, we're going to really, probably next week, Wednesday, we'll go into uh, each person's first round mock draft. And then we'll, uh, oh, Friday, Friday will be the uh, the really touch-up episode on what happened in the first round and what to look forward to in the second round. But uh, today I'm joined by Mr. Gary Holt. Jason is off this week, and Kevin's still missing. <laughs>
0: He went to Guatemala. For he went soccer. to
1: Guatemala for a soccer trip, and I think they abducted him. Uh, but Gary, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. Doing good. I can't wait for the draft. Finally, all the hard work's paying off with all
1: the study we've been doing. Absolutely. I mean, we, you, and I have been absolutely just locked away watching tape. We we've been slowly but surely watching some defensive tape. We're not going to really cover that as much on this type of uh, show, but it's something that'll come in handy for us when we get into our really coverage here. Um. It's it's something where we, we've started to really try to follow up, do a little bit more work on it. and I mean, to be fair, we're a fantasy football show. So we are going to kind of lean to, further towards the fantasy football positions being what we did this year. Uh, but, Gary, we're going to go into receiver here. Is there anybody before we get into the whole thing who you liked the most, anybody who really stuck out for you at receiver this year?
0: Yeah, so out of everybody, I think – so far, I really kind of like that kid. Um, was it Arkansas?
1: Traylon Burks. Traylon
0: Burks. I, I couldn't remember what school it was. I knew it was one of the uh, SEC schools, but wasn't the bigger one. Um, he kind of puts it all together. Um, I was going to say another guy, but I think I want to go with Traylon Burks just because I think he's got the most um, well-roundedness to his game. I think he's, he's a big-body guy. Um, but he can also beat you with a speed. So I think out of all the guys uh, coming out, I, I'm excited to see where he goes and where he lands just because he excited me the most on film.
1: Absolutely. and I mean, it's a guy we'll be talking about on this episode. We've got him, I mean, according to the rankings we had here, uh, a guy who's going to come in at number five roughly on our list, but we'll start off with number one. Uh, a guy who we, we agree might actually be number one. A lot of places will have one of the Bama or Ohio State guys ahead of him. But uh, we've got Drake London here. I think oftentimes he felt he, he was dealing with a bit of an injury going through the combine. Um, but, I mean, things I noticed, he's very handsy, um, almost like a bigger Heinz Ward. He's very willing to block, very able to block. He runs above average short routes. Uh, he's got quick twitch and strong understanding of body position when he gets into that ball. And that's something Gary, you and I talked a lot about he reminded us of Mike Evans almost.
0: Yeah, uh, Mike Evans kind of player. The only knock on him I have is that he doesn't always catch everything. Um, sometimes he has some bad drops where it's he should catch it, but I don't know if that's just because uh, maybe he's not expecting the ball, or it's just I don't know. He, I mean, he's, we definitely saw
1: we saw a step backwards with Keaton Slovis this past year at USC, um, and and that was really a big thing. A lot of I mean, the second game we watched was the Washington State game. Slovis looked horrendous in the beginning of that Correct. game. Um, but I mean, the thing we also notice about him, uh, yeah, he'll make those drops. I don't know if it's that he, he comes to not really expect contact. He gets a little bit concerned about it quickly. Um, but he's got a huge catch radius and he learned, he, he very well, he, he's very good at shielding the ball when he goes up for it. Um, and that's a body that's a body movement thing that you can't teach everybody. He he boxes the corner out so well.
0: Yeah, um my my only other negative thing against him is that he doesn't really like contact other than the drops. But uh what I like too on film is we saw him line up all over. He was on both sides of the field in the slot. Anywhere to kinda of get him the ball, that obviously he's their guy. Um, so I'd like to see that in the NFL too, if he's gonna be he's gonna be a number one receiver some on some team. Um kind of get him into a mismatch and uh, he's going he's gonna beat any defense with his athleticism
1: yeah uh it's one of the things it's funny like we said the mike evans stat um his route tree is good as you said he is he was everywhere on the field the one thing i noticed and i think it goes with the lapses of concentration and shying away from the contact when he got hit when he had the ball People were brutalizing him. Yeah. He got creased more often than not.
0: And I don't know if that's just because the quarterback was throwing into the tight windows. Hey buddy passes. Yeah.
1: And or if it's hey, he's really big, you have to hit him. I mean, he's six five and he runs a four forty 440, or four point four eight. Uh he had seven touchdowns this past year, eighty-eight catches, one thousand and eighty-four yards. I'm actually really intrigued to uh to kind of note what his Stats were last year when he wasn't necessarily number one because he would have been behind Amonor St. Brown last year yeah. at USC. Um, something I didn't really follow all too well on. Uh, yeah, see, last year, he took the real progression this year. Last year it was 33 catches, 502 yards, and three touchdowns. Um, his his yards per average dropped this year from the last few years. He was a 14, 15-yard per catch did guy. He,
0: did he happen to play with Sam Darnold at all?
1: No no, his uh, his freshman year would have been 2019. Okay. So I believe it was two years removed. Of, okay. Um, but no, he, a guy who, I mean, I think Keaton Slovis really only showed up in 2020 as, as being the big thing. Uh, the year prior, I mean, he, he he was consistent across all three years. Yeah. 2019, 39 catches, 567 yards, and five touchdowns. He's proven he can make the plays.
0: And where did uh, Slovis transfer to? We talked about that. Pitt? Pit, okay.
1: Slovis is two pit now. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Drake London, in my opinion, should be probably the number one. He's got the build. He's got the ability to, to be a quick receiver. Uh, number two we got on this list here is Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, and I don't necessarily know that I love him as the number two. Uh, Six-foot even, ran a 4.38 in the 40, uh, 70 catches, 1,058 yards, and 12 touchdowns. Versus Penn State uh, – he tends to run more of a rounded off route.
0: Yeah, he's, they're not very crisp. Um, I will give it to him. He's very shifty. And uh, and he catches almost everything yeah, he catches in his everything. range. Uh, so, like, he's one of those speedster guys. He's he's going to be kind of almost like the Devonta Smith
1: kind of receiver. Tavon Austin, but yeah. better.
0: Um, that type of receiver where they're going to be that burner. Or even like a, um, Deshaun Jackson, maybe. I would say maybe not as fast. But yeah. that type of guy that's gonna Brandon Cooks type of guys. They're gonna burn burn you over
1: the top. But they're also not the toughest to cover once you right. can beat that speed. Right. Um
0: those are just the guys that are coming to my come into my uh yes. mind when I see him on film.
1: I think that's one of probably the best things you could have I, I actually really like the Brandon Cooks comparable. Um because Brandon Cooks has, is that guy who can come out and have a game where he has eight catches for two hundred yards and two touchdowns, mm-hmm. but he's also susceptible to having the game Three catches for 20 yards and nothing. Yeah, right. Um, and it's it's he's almost used the same way here because a thing that they really used him with Ohio State, they used him so often as the yak master. They yep. threw all of these these dump passes, these screens. And he was violently good in the screen because he's just so fast that he's moving and you you have to shift your direction. You're running forward, and now you're trying to run backwards to to, to level with him. Mm-hmm. But we noticed, like, against Michigan State last or, uh, this past season, he can be contained by top cornerback play. He's easy to mirror. Yep. Y- you play him against good teams, and it wasn't impossible to shut him down.
0: No, but he is explosive. Excuse me. He is explosive when he has the ball, but he does like to do – he likes to juke a lot. So when he has the ball, he's just always kind of moving. Um, he does that stuff where it's like, uh, he's always—I don't know—it's I, I, hard to explain this because he does that stuff that Tyree Kill does, yeah. where you're always kind of jumping around on the field, uh, looking for making making guys to miss. Yeah, um, and th- unless you're Tyree Kill, uh, sometimes that can be beneficial. But on tape, sometimes it's it's tough to gauge whether that's going to be beneficial in the NFL or not, just because like you're playing against kids guys in college not all these guys are gonna be nfl you know
1: exactly and and it's funny because like you look at it two different ways college of everybody to get to the nfl goes college and everyone goes okay well you're playing down competition whereas like you watch hockey as goofy as this is a comparable uh most of these kids are playing juniors if somebody goes to a collegiate level it's viewed as almost a better thing because you're playing grown-ass men at that point Mm -hmm. you're not playing 15 16 17 18 year olds anymore you're playing guys who are 21, 22, who are more physically performed than you, and like that's it. Like half the guys at that size who are playing in college, if they're that good at 21, 22, they're in the pros already. Yep. You're not seeing that grown that that grown ass man strength anymore. Uh But now the next guy here, very similar build. We've got Jamison Williams from Bama. Uh I mean, he's. I'd almost call him the exact clone of Devonta Smith. Yeah. 6'2", 189, he runs fast as hell. Didn't have a 40 time as he did come off the injury in the uh, in the bowl game, the, the championship game. Yeah. But he had 79 catches, 1,572 yards and 15 touchdowns. Uh, never expect a blocker from him.
0: Yeah, not much of a blocker, but, I mean, he's not very big, so you weren't really not going to expect him to block, I guess, unless it might be like a screen that he's got to block for somebody else but I don't know you really wouldn't expect this guy to block because he's not very big um he's very fast and on extended plays he gets open for the quarterback so you like to see that
1: kind of thing um I I had it as kind of like a double-edged knife regarding his speed yeah because he tends to rely solely on his speed to win his routes yeah. he's not he's not wowing anybody with his route tree no. but like he's using he's 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 using that speed to win the routes But on a good note, he's so fast that his moves look like they're in slow motion out there when you watch it on tape. (sighs) He's playing off a run often. Um, Like I said, short slants, streaks, and screens. That was really his route tree. He did not do much of anything past that. No,
0: but what will benefit him is he does do, like, kick returns and punt returns. I noticed, I think, again, he did one against Cincinnati or a couple against Cincinnati. Um, We watched him do a couple. Was that the one that was like it was weird no it wasn't that one remember we watched one where the play got called dead or was supposed to be called dead that
1: was further on um i know here talk about but it wasn't a I, top I, I 8 guy who
0: it was. but uh, yeah he does some kick return stuff so that'll benefit him is maybe uh, Wandale robinson from kentucky it, it i don't know why on. that's
1: sticking out of me um i don't think it was alec pierce
0: Silver so had one funky one like that. But um, doesn't like the block, like we said. But he does make the extra effort like for the catches. I think we saw a couple plays where he it was either a toe drag or he went up for uh, a 50-50 ball.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's got the size to be able to do it. It's, it. it's funny. I looked at you when we watched the tape, though, and it was a matter of if he will do it. And we kind of both said he reminded us of what we didn't like about Jamar Chase last year. Yeah. He looks lazy at times, and it's a matter of, is he going to bring this style of play into the pros? Is he going to take plays off, or is he going to be physically dominant? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, Jameson Williams is a guy back half of the first round. I feel like he's going to be overdrafted, as most bad receivers kind of end up being. Yeah. I think
0: I've, this is a, like an Eagles type of draft pick. Yes,
1: which of... but, but it's almost something you don't want if you're a Philly fan because it's exactly what you have in Devonta Smith. Right. Uh, the next guy on the list, another... Player, we just just talked about school. Chris Olave, six one one eighty nine. Gary, you and I have kind of watched him for a while. Um, Three seasons ago, in the college playoffs, he Mm -hmm. bullied current top cornerback in the league, AJ Terrell. Yeah, and when I say bullied, he bullied this man.
0: Yeah, he AJ Terrell could not cover him.
1: Um. I mean, his stats are always were solid this past year. Yardage wasn't there, but he had 13 touchdowns, 936 yards, 65 catches. Um, he works very well against zone coverage. It's yes. one thing that a lot of people, you don't see that often with college kids. Mm-hmm. He finds a way to settle in and find that opening spot in the zone and be gone. Um, I did notice he is constantly complaining, though. He always looks like he's looking for a call from the refs. Yeah, He does draw flags, though. And he, but he's also a willing blocker, too, so it's not like he's afraid of contact and he's not going to handle it. Um, he stops well on a dime. He's got very good body control on the sideline. That was one of the guys who really liked his his yeah. toe taps. The change of speed on the play is phenomenal, and his field vision's elite.
0: Yeah, they, they used him a lot in the screen game as well. Um, anything else you had on him? No, um, he's another one of those speed guys, but I think he's a little more well-rounded as a receiver compared to Garrett Wilson. I think out of the two, he, he's the better receiver, but Garrett Wilson, for whatever reason, gets the more media attention, I guess. Yeah. And for whatever reason, he's the more popular one. But I think it's kind of like last year how Devonta Smith was the better one considered over Waddle, but we considered Waddle to be better than Devonta Smith. It's that type same type of thing, and um, we prefer Olave... Uh, uh, over yeah. Garrett Wilson this year, too.
1: I mean, to be fair, as of right now, we look like we struck on liking Waddle over.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think we would have struck two on Jamar Chase. He just
1: landed in a really good spot. Yeah, um, I mean, having known what he's coming from there, and I'm, I'm guessing that kind of works with him better As you got Joe Burrow pushing him. Right. Uh, but, yeah, if you're good with that, I'm on to the next one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next one being your guy. Yep. Let's talk on some trailing Burks. Uh, 6'3", 225. Runs a 4.55. It's not super fast, but he is much faster on tape. Um, 66 catches, 1,104 yards, 11 touchdowns this past year. Where do we start? Um, he's got no issue whatsoever using that 6'3 length to win his jump balls. His catch radius is just beyond elite. Yep. He If it's, if it's within an inch, he's still going to find that extra inch and make the play. Uh, he's way too fast to be that big.
0: Yeah. And uh, it's not like he's playing with one of these top quarterbacks either. He's no. playing with an Arkansas quarterback.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think a young Arkansas quarterbacks, I believe one of their quarterbacks just went into the draft last year. And was that where Felipe Franks was maybe? Uh, or?
0: I believe you're correct. Um, yeah, one of the best at using his body right now in this draft. Um, used Again, used all over the field. They use him in the slot, Use him outside and both ways. Um, basically a focal point of that offense. He's very physical and wins almost every battle. Um, I think every single one of the jump balls we watched, he came down with.
1: And if he didn't come down with it, he made a defensive play to make sure that no one else came down with it.
0: And uh, he's one of those guys that um, he high points the ball, so he's basically stabbing at the ball in the air instead of kind of letting the ball come down to him. He's getting it at its highest point, which is what you want to see out of a receiver of this caliber.
1: Redshirt sophomore KJ Jefferson yes. is his cor- is his current quarterback there. Um didn't have a bad year. Almost 3000 yards, 21 touchdowns and four interceptions, but 21 touchdowns. 11 of those went to Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks was it's the heartbeat half, of that it's offense.
0: Of his touchdowns.
1: Um I also had like like we just complimented uh, Chris Olave in the last the last piece there about being good against zone. I had that on is surgical versus the zone. Mm-hmm. He knows how to find the soft gap. He knows where to get open and what to do, where to be. He was a main part of Arkansas like just rolling last year. Um, Again, I had plays way faster than his 40. Slippery quick for 6-3. He, he, for being as big as he is, the second that ball gets in his hands, he accelerates. And he's running through you with full force when that ball's in his hands. Yeah, you don't want
0: to be in front of him. He's no. going to run
1: you over. We even had, and this is it. He plays outside. He plays slot. He even had a couple where he was playing halfback.
0: Yeah, I think we saw that. Yeah,
1: he was kind of all over the field. He does. He does the same thing that we liked about Drake and He shelters past his body. Um, I called him Houdini. Actually, he turns <laughs> he turns nothing into something every time he when has you say that water ball. Water into wine. I was like, that was Jesus. No, <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's Houdini. He turns water into wine. No, he. Uh, there were a couple times where they just gunned the ball behind the line to him and just went up through something, yeah. and he made he missed like th- he made three guys miss before. Yeah, he came out with two yards, but you just made three guys miss to come up with two yards positive.
0: He's got like a like the Julio type jump ball ability.
1: Yeah, when when Julio was in his prime, right? Absolutely, uh, I think Traylon Burks is going to be the steal of this draft. I think he at the end of the day might be the number two wide receiver that comes out of this draft class. Yeah, uh, but I really like him. And I really like his value as well. Uh, Anything else you want to say to touch on him? No, I think we covered it all. Cool. Uh, On to the next one. Another guy I do like. He's very undersized. Almost reminds me kind of of Stephon Diggs. Uh, I got Jahan Dotson out of Penn State. 5'11", 184 yards, real tiny. Uh, 4.4340 time. 91 catches, 1,182 yards, 12 touchdowns. Um, I mean, what is there to start with? He's got very good field vision or awareness. His catch radius is much better than his size. He went up and, caught and brought down a couple of balls that he had no business doing at 5'11". Right. Uh, he runs very clean routes, and he picks up a ton of yards after the catch. Recovers well when he's jammed at the line of scrimmage. I did notice that, and that was against Michigan, who's got some good corners. Uh, was definitely hampered this past season by some shaky quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Plays bigger than his size. He's got the shake and bake to be able to kind of shake up and, and kick people off the line. And he really enjoys playing up at contact. Mm-hmm. What do you got on him?
0: Um, you mentioned Steph Diggs. I think on tape he reminded me a lot of Chris Godwin. Okay. Um, I think wasn't Godwin Penn State. Yes. So, uh, I liked I liked his film. Um, he's actually my one of my other guys that I liked. Um, watching while we watched him. Um, did we talk about he? Did you mention him returning punts?
1: Uh, I didn't mention anything about okay, him. Okay, so he's punts. another
0: guy that will have opportunities. Probably he might
1: have been the one who picked up the ball that was already dead and took off with it.
0: Yeah, I don't know who it was, but it, there was this weird punt that we watched where the ball was dead for, like, three or four seconds, and the punt returner picked it up and ran it back for a touchdown. And it should have probably been a dead ball, but they called it a touchdown. <laughs> yeah,
1: ball. and then, like, like, they to double down, they reviewed it and still called it a touchdown.
0: Yeah, it was just really weird. I don't remember. Well, you and I were, like, baffled that it was called a touchdown. It
1: was you, me, and Jason. I remember you and I are just staring at the screen lost, and Jason goes, you... You can't do that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, really good route runner. Runs clean route, routes. Um, he, he draws some flags, too. Um, even with him not being huge, he's like you said, he's 5'11". He's drawing flags downfield. And I think that's just because he's got that speed that he's beating everybody, so he's running by you. And uh, the quarterback just throws it to him, and he draws those flags. Uh, wins with speed, like we said, kick returner. Um, I put down poor QB play because he really wasn't playing with the best QB, but he catches everything. Um, really runs, runs really good double moves. So he's got that shimmy, shake and bake stuff that'll really fool the defender, um, and adjusts well on the back shoulder throw. So that's really stuff that you want to see out of a, uh, um, a talented receiver coming out of the draft. Something that, uh, you won't have to teach at the next level.
1: Yeah. He was, I mean, he was very impressive for, for what we saw out of him. Um, and it's not like we watched
0: bad games we know Auburn's Auburn. always
1: de- Auburn might not be a great offensive team all the time but they're usually known to have a pretty solid defense. yeah and then
0: Michigan was a top team this year. yes so.
1: um but no I, I mean J- Jahan Dotson was one of my top three coming into this year yes mm-hmm. he's still a little yes as we always kind of see and I feel like that's the biggest the biggest knife party that you throw with the draft is oh my god this guy's from Bama or Ohio State gotta draft him out of this guy I why know. why yeah cool it, it If they've got the intangibles, but like out of so far three guys from Bama and Ohio State combined, I like one of those three to be ahead of some of these guys, right? Uh, next guy though, we're going back to Bama, John Mechie, the third, six foot 195, runs damn fast prior to being hurt this year. He has the torn ACL. People are considering him a top 30 pick again, though.
0: Yeah, I don't know, like watching his film. He just didn't wow me very much. I don't know. I, I didn't really get a lot from watching his film. He did run good routes, and he's very fast. But, I don't know. I just I didn't really see anything that says draft me over Jahan Dotson or draft me over these other guys. I mean, what what think, makes
1: me not say that is definitely coming back off the ACL. you you got to hope the ACL doesn't tamper his speed because he's such a speed receiver, right. and he's so undersized. This is a guy... This might be the best um accurate representation of Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Six foot, runs like the wind. You're you're heaving it deep and hoping he's there. Yeah, I
0: don't I just think that there's better opportunities at receiver. Like if I want a speed guy, I think there's other opportunities in the draft for you to go get somebody who's a speed guy but also can do other things. I don't know. I just
1: see I just I don't know. He doesn't really do it for me. I mean, if you really want to go that route, you can talk about Speed Guy taking your shots. Christian Watson, North Dakota State, six five mean, runs a four three four. You can get the same thing in the later rounds with Kyle Phillips. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't hate John Mechie. uh he, he had quick feet. He ran smooth routes. But again, like you said, I didn't get a bunch on off the tape. He has the ability to control the tempo of his runs. I will give him that. His his ability to turn and burn when he decides he's it's time to put the the, the feet down, he's gone. Yeah. Um but other than that it's it was of speed based you know, offense. You know
0: who he's gonna be is McCole Hardman.
1: That's not a bad thought process at all. I mean McCole Hardman for Cole years Hardman's was a, a second rounder. Bigger, but uh he might not even be that much bigger. He might be an inch bigger. That sounds real weird. <laughs> Um, that's just... Nicole Hardman's actually shorter. Okay. But 5'10", so that is... That's that's who he's going to be. Yeah, I think that might be the most accurate thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, John Mechie, you're going to get 60-ish catches and 600 yards a year, two or three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I think that's accurate. I think that's a very accurate actual uh, statement there. I like that. Um... I think we've got one more on this episode, and we'll move on for the following episode for Friday. Um, bit of a unknown here still. Sky Moore out of Western Michigan.
0: Yeah, he's starting to heat up a little bit, though, recently. He's,
1: he's been, been spiking up draft boards. He's not the world's biggest. He's 5'10", runs a 4.41. Uh, you know, you almost want to say he didn't have a good quarterback, but Caleb Ellerby had a decent season.
0: Yeah, and... Um, Wasn't the best, but...
1: He could have been in worse quarterback play.
0: And I think he's very raw, so I think with maybe the right coaching situation, he could end up as a third or second guy on a depth chart. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, that's the thing. I think you need to teach him more on playing with contact and or solely have him as a slot guy, because it seemed like he was constantly doing better work out of the slot, and they kind of line him everywhere Western Michigan. He's not big enough for me to want him as an outside. They tried
0: to make him Dwayne Eskridge, and... Dwayne Eskridge is a different ty- kind yes. of receiver.
1: Um, but, I mean, 95 catches, 1,292 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's – when you put him in a straight line, he's going to burn. Right. Um, he does have a pretty high catch radius for being 5'10", and he fights for his yards after catch. I had another another person I'm going to drop this player about. He reminded me of Heinz Ward. He's small and he's violent. Mm-hmm. He wants to hit you in the face. Um. He's got a great point of attack, as you mentioned with one of the guys earlier, the ability to stab the ball out of the air instead of letting it come to you. He he did that frequently, and he's not afraid to get hit. He's pesky. He has crisp route running, and he's got ridiculously fast feet. Um, not easy to lock him up off the line either. I had the, he he tends to take the cornerbacks right out of their shoes.
0: I, I think the Bills were actually looking at this guy recently. I think
1: the Bills did have him in as well. Do You got anything else on him? Or? No, I mean...
0: Um, other than he, I like how I like the toughness, like you said, uh, very physical. It's it, it's a not he's not going to be a bad pick. I can see him going in the second round.
1: The thing I think I like the most is everybody goes, well, it's, it's Western Michigan. Like who cares? It's not that much talent. Um, but the thing of it is, like, yeah, we saw the Kent State game. We wrote very good reviews on him. We saw a Pitt game. Pitt had one of the best defenses in, in all of college football this past year. He still had a very good game.
0: Yeah, and they beat.
1: Okay. They did. Uh, but, guys, I think that'll do it for today. Next week we will be talking about some under-the-radar guys, guys we like, guys we don't like. Uh, thank you for listening. Shout-out to our sponsors, Jeanette at Therapy Sessions Buffalo, Charlie at Renegade Studios down in St. Pete, Florida, and our dude Kyle at Chicken Dippin'. That's right, guys. As you're watching the draft, if you want the best experience out of your chicken wings, let's, let's be real, If you're if you're watching the draft and you don't have chicken wings, what are you doing wrong? Get some wings. Uh, Check them out, though. Hit them up, Kyle, at www.chickendippin.com. Put in code 716 for 15% off your order, and we'll get you all taken care of. But, guys, thank you again. And until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.